0: This is the EpiLog Audio Experience. Hi, I'm Bhavnas Maya on my show, Meri Kahani. And whenever I have a guest who is multi-talented and multi-dimensional, I don't know how to introduce that person because she has many facets like my guest today, Mansi Parekh Bohin. She is... uh, a voiceover artist, she is uh, doing ads, she does uh, theatre, she does television, she does cinema, she's also a great dancer. So, too many things. Mansi, when did this journey begin? I'm a great, I'm a good singer,
1: I should not say great, but I'm a good singer, not a dancer.
0: (laughs) No, but I've seen you dance uh, at Navratri and uh, you are free-spirited and uh, (laughs) (laughs) and you have rhythm in your body.
1: That is true. That is true. So tell me, when did this journey begin? Uh, my music journey began when I was four years old, Manabind, and uh, I started learning uh, a little bit of Rabindra Sangeet uh, from my uh, grandmother, Nanima, who was a multilingualist, uh, trained singer herself, she used to speak five languages, and um, that's where I get my artistic gene from. And uh, I, I did, I, I learned classical music. I did my Visharadhan classical, and then. Uh, um, I was performing as a child artist, as a singer, in a talent show called Bacho Ki Dunya because those were the days when we didn't have reality shows. So there used to be these two shows. One was um, uh, Little Wonders, which Kalyanji Ananji used to run. And the kids who wouldn't be selected for Little Wonders would perform in this show called Bacho Ki Dunya, where I was. <laughs> so uh, uh, I, I was a performer. So I've been performing on stage ever since I was 10 years old. And uh, it's when I was in college, I was in my last year at Xavier's when uh, Ekta Kapoor was doing her show on MTV called Kitni Masa Zindagi. And uh, she chose me from some 25, 30000 kids across the country and launched me along with a bunch of other kids in this show on MTV called Kitni Masa Zindagi. And that's how my journey as an actor began. And then and, what happened? Yeah. Became an adult? So I became an actor and I was, you know, I always wanted to be a singer. But now here I was, you know, acting and I was getting one offer, offer after the other. I did another show on television called India Calling and then uh, Gulal and, you know, Sumit Sambhalega. In the middle of that, I went to New York and I, I studied dramatics at the Lee Strasberg Theater the Film Academy, which was close to the New York Film Academy. And because I didn't want to be one of those incidental actors, you know, you know, okay, I just got a chance and I became an actor. I really wanted to study. And then I came back to theatre. Performed uh, with uh, Sunil Shanbagh in this Gujarati play called Marupi Ugaragun, which opened at the Globe Theatre London. So that was a great experience. And now I'm doing cinema uh, and that is, again, uh, going really excitingly well. Um, I'm loving the journey.
0: So while you were growing up, what was the, the difference between you and the other kids? Did you sense a difference? Did they look at you differently? Did your neighbors treat you differently? Did your parents treat you differently? That's
1: a very interesting question. I was, yes, I used to feel very different. I I feel I'm the eternal outsider. Um because I don't seem to fit into any bracket as such. Uh even when I was a child I was a loner. Uh I was the, the I was a class monitor as well. I was always that girl, or the irritating girl that the teacher would love and the other kids would hate. <laughs> so I was an overperformer in school. Um uh, and uh, I, I, I used to just curl up with a book and read and read and do riyaz So my day would start at 5.36 in the morning, get up in the morning, do music, riyaz, go to school, go for music class, come back, read. That was my day. I had friends, but only limited friends. And I always used to feel like, yeah, why can't I belong? And I think that quest, you know, the artist in me thrives on this aspect of like, I want to belong, but I realize that I don't belong anywhere. Like, uh, even as an actor, I feel like I... I'm figuring out and as a singer, I'm figuring out. So it's great. Like, I feel like I'm always on the margin of people who are never really a part of it, but are still working and doing so much work, but still don't really belong.
0: I don't know if that makes sense. It makes a lot of sense. And you know, what is strange is that both your parents are not artists. Your mother is a teacher, no. your father is a businessman. So why yeah. did they give you this kind of a creative launchpad? Why were they always so supportive of you? What did they see in you? Who in, who inspired them? Who uh, advised them that you should uh, allow the child to blossom? I think uh, my mom is an artist. She
1: she hasn't pursued art, but she's a to- she's an artist. But her very being is that of an artist, and she's a very you know, she's a very love life, live life, love life, and live it king size kind of a person. And um, even my dad, they have been so supportive. They always believe they've never imposed any of their rules or their restrictions or their uh, dreams on me. They've always let me be, and they've. I think it's because of them that I am what I am right now. And I, 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 I inculcate the same in my daughter Nidhi as well, uh, because I don't impose any of my or Parthiv's uh, desires onto her. She can be whatever she wants to be because with that freedom, I've realized it's great. You know, the child, my mom is still my best friend and she's been that one backbone in my life, you know, dri- dri- from driving me to music classes every day in spite of being a tuition teacher herself to uh, driving me to my music concerts and auditions and shoots, you know, so she's always encouraged me to uh, live it up. And so has my dad. And I'm so fortunate that that's been the case. Yeah.
0: You know, your part Parthel, You had a very unconventional marriage and you got married very young, when your career was just on the rise. What made you do it? I think some things are meant to be, there is
1: no explanation to some things. Uh, When I think back at it, I I realized, oh my God, I was just 21 when I got married. And everybody told me, you don't, what are you doing? You're crazy. You're just out of college and you know, you've just started your career as an actress and it's not going to work out for you. Who's going to cast you and how are you going to get work? I don't know. There was something very instinctive. I mean, of, apart from the fact that partner and me loved each other, the fact that uh, there was this this feeling that no, you know, it's going to turn out all right. And I don't know where it's going to lead, but I think with him, it'll it'll be all right. And it has been. Touchwood, it's been a great journey for both of us. Uh, our careers have thrived after marriage, and uh, um, so has mine. And uh, so, I, at a time when none of my actress friends were married. Uh, I got married and at the time when none of my actress friends had children. I have a child. So it's like I said, I'm the eternal outsider. <laughs> so in cinema, how did it begin? So, you know, um, I started with a Tamil film, actually. I was cast in a Tamil film uh, called Leelai. Uh, I used to do a lot of ads. I still do a lot of ads and the uh, the director came down from Chennai and, you know, he had a very interesting script. And I was totally happy because I was very happy doing my television. you making lots of money. And he said, no, no, but I want to work with you. And I see great potential in you. And that's how I started doing the Tamil film. And but uh, I didn't want to get stuck in Tamil because at that point um, I was, you know, I I didn't know the language. I still don't know the language. And I thought it was a great barrier. Uh, of course, now South films have taken over the world and everybody's watching only South cinema. So uh, it's great. But yeah, I did a Tamil film and, uh, uh, and then again, I did television. And then uh, after Sumit Sambhalega uh, was when uh, uh, Aditya Dhar was casting for Uri. And that's when I auditioned for the part and I got the role. And that's how my career in Bollywood started. And so then goal came. How did you master the Tamil language while shooting? Ratul. So I asked I asked them to get a tutor for me. They sent a tutor like a month before the shoot. I still remember my dialogue. Something like that. So like I really memorized. <laughs> Uh, my dialogues because it's got a rhythm every language has a rhythm and being a musician I think I just resonated with the rhythm of the language and that's how I kind of memorized uh, my dialogues and they would be like why are you taking so much stress most of the, these actresses do 1, 2, 3, 4, 1, 2, 3, 4 ABCD I said no, no, no I will you know I will learn my dialogue and I will make sure that I can as much as I can do and, it, uh, justice uh, who, to it
0: you did it after you got a baby
1: yes Nirvi was uh, around nine months old when I auditioned for the part. I am I love auditioning basically as an actor. I love auditioning so much so that when we was four months old, I'd keep her waiting in the car with my nanny and my driver and I'd go to the audition and I'd give her audition and come back. So I've been a very diligent auditioner all my life. I think it's great. It keeps you on your toes. It always makes you it keeps you humble and grounded because I don't think there's as such a thing as a great actor. Anybody can be a good actor. And if you're doing something good, there might be somebody somebody doing it better or in a different way. And auditions really are a great way to uh, learn and, you know, be on your toes. So that's how uh, uh, Uri happened. They wanted somebody really lambi, chodi, like a Punjabi kudi in front of Mohit Rena, because Mohit Rena is really well built and all of that. Uh, but they saw my performance and Aditya called me saying that, you know, we've auditioned some 160 people. And I think you, even though you don't fit the physical requirement of the part, there's so much strength in your performance that I, need, I wanted to do this role. And I was at that point, we didn't know what Odi was going to be. And it turned out to be like a blockbuster. And uh, I'm happy that I got a chance to be a part of that film. What were the other films that followed? Uh, then, um, you know, the Gujarati in me is very enterprising and part of that we've always wanted to do something for the language. And that's how our journey as producers began. And uh, we were searching for the right script. Uh, and that's when Gold Kerry the film that we produced, uh, came our way. And uh, we ended up uh, working on that film, producing it. I acted in it. And Sachin uh, Thedehkar, Karmatana Patak, Malhar thakur all of us were in it. And uh, the film got the highest opening any Gujarati film has got thus far. Uh, and uh, it was historical because we were running in theaters at 80 percent capacity. We released with Thappad. This was literally three weeks before the worldwide lockdown happened. And in three weeks, we covered our costs and we actually made profit on a regional film, uh, which was, as first-time producers, very encouraging and, you know, it gave us great morale-boosting, uh, uh, yeah.
0: You have also been shooting with Jimbo Kapadia, Paresh Raval. You did another film, Gujarati film with him, Dear Father or something. Yes. So I did a Gujarati film with Paresh Rawal
1: and uh, that was a great experience because Paresh Bhai is every actor's dream to work with. He's... Been there, done that, 150 films down. Uh, one of the greatest legends we have in uh, cinema. And uh, when I got a call from uh, Umang, Dias, the director, he said that we're doing this film with Pan. and Pan is keen to work with you. And I said, of course, I mean, there is no I don't have to even think about it. I'm just going to say yes immediately. And uh, Dear Father has been great. It's been running very successfully. Um, and then I in the middle, I've shot uh, I've shot for two films after that. I shot a Hindi film, uh, Jab Khuli Kitab, uh, written and directed by Saurabh Shukla ji, uh, with uh, Dimpal Kapadia ji, uh, Pankaj Kapoor, Apar Shakti, and myself, and a lot of other actors. It'll be releasing soon. And I also finished a bilingual project with Sharman Joshi in Hindi and Gujarati called Congratulations. I just wrapped it up three, four days ago,
0: and I'm back to it's Bombay. It's so It's in Gujarati and English? Yeah, Hindi and Gujarati. Hindi and Gujarati. So, um, When you are good at too many things like you are, uh, how do you divide your priorities and time? Because when I see you in ads and you do a number of ads, you're so good. So I don't know how you balance the time to be given to the ads, to the shootings and to your riyas and to your music. And what are you doing about your love for the music? So my morning starts, I drop Nirvi to school and
1: it starts with yoga and riyas every day if I'm not shooting. And so that's like dedicated two hours in the morning. I'm doing my yoga, my riyas, all of that. And then my work starts, and I don't have any manager, so I manage my own work. And uh, uh, I guess it's just about figuring out what dates have to be. And, you know, I'm very good at time management. My friend tells me, my friend Kajal Gadiya, she tells me, time to mo pakko satswesi, you know, everything you do right on time. And I think, yeah, I'm good at uh, that. And I think it's very important to understand time management as a skill. I never waste even a single minute. And I'm very particular about uh, my minutes per se in the day. And uh, it's divided between uh, Nirvi, uh, my kitchen, my house, my work and the other things as a producer, actor, singer, all of that. So it's uh, it's fun. I love it. It's challenging and it's great. So
0: when uh, what are you doing about your career as a singer, you are singing, you are doing Riaz because you love music, but are you sending the signals to the fraternity that you want to be a playback singer? Uh, Is that a kind of issue because your husband is a singer? What is (laughs) is that? See,
1: I'll tell you Bhavna been in my life and I think, uh, so I started off as a singer and music is my soul, okay, but acting is my profession. And I realized that just because you're good at something does not necessarily mean it translates into your profession. So music is a passion. And uh, like, you know, whatever I've done, whatever little I've done in music, because right now it's only been acting and earlier it used to be, be stage shows. Uh, but uh, like I did a song with Parthiv called Raja Rani in Gujarati. And that completely went viral and, you know, it's been doing the rounds everywhere. We got like lakhs of people making reels out of it. And uh, I mean, it was just incredible. Mm -hmm. But it gives you So, so much
0: joy. Whenever you're singing, you look so happy.
1: Yeah, I love music. It's my everything. So I have, you know, I've left it to destiny. I've said this, I've put it out there in the universe that, you know, this is me and I'm doing whatever I can to make sure that all the talents that I've been blessed to it that I'm working on. I give them maximum justice and music is one of them. It'll take its course when it has to, I believe. Uh, I don't want to
0: push it. It'll happen is what my faith in it is. You keep saying that acting is your profession, but I'm sure that even that makes you feel very satisfied as a creative artist. Absolutely. Absolutely. It's, you know, uh, it, I think
1: I've become a better singer after becoming an actor. I used to be a very conscious, very conscious, very, you know, like uh, scared or on stage kind of a person when I was singing. But when I became an actor, uh, you know, my energy has totally changed now on stage as a performer because my acting really helped me break all my boundaries and come out of my comfort zone and, you know, just like uh, gather that courage and build that energy in my system to kind of face people and, you know, to just do what has to be done and not be worried about the outcome so it's translated in my music as well.
0: Is your calendar filled with uh, many more uh, schedules and films at the moment?
1: There are a couple of narrations I'm listening to but I have been away from my daughter since almost you know like two months. I've come in bits and pieces but I was shooting like for a long stretch in Kutch for a film that we produced uh, which will be coming out soon. Uh, I I won't talk much about it, but I'd love to discuss it with you Bain, when it's out, because it's a beautiful magnum opus that we've produced. Um, so I was away in Kash for that. And then I was shooting, I was promoting Dear Father and then I was shooting for the Sherman film. So I think now my project is Project Nirvi. I'm going to give my time, my dedica- time is dedicated to her. And uh, in the middle of that, yes, I will, of course, uh, be lo- listening to new projects and figuring out what the next.
0: And I know that when you were pregnant, you were singing all the time. You know, she
1: she is an artist because the minute wind hits her, she starts singing and she makes her own tunes and she makes her own words. And you know, she'll be like, uh, she'll be like, uh, "Mama, don't talk to me. I'm sad." I said, "But why are you sad? No, no, I'm sad because it helps me sing." And then she'll have this expression on her face and then she'll sing. You know? Oh she my
0: god! But
1: is- she watches you. Yeah so I think you know because we you know always taken her wherever we've been and you know I did my, I started my classical music uh, training when I was pregnant with her so I used to make her listen to it even when she was in my womb and of course she's seen me and part of doing whatever it is that we do uh, she's just inherently also my friend who's a an astrologer told me that she's born in the year of the monkey And even before she was born, she told me that your child is going to be a great mimic, a great, uh, you know. And she is, she loves to make people laugh and she's an entertainer and she loves to sing. So it's there in her. I don't know what she's going to do with it, but yeah, it's there for sure. It was wonderful chatting with you, Mansi. All my blessings to you. Thank you so much, Bhavna Bain. Lovely chatting with you as well.
0: Thank you for tuning in. If you have liked this episode, do comment. Do rate on Apple Podcasts. Subscribe on your favorite podcast app like Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Hubhopper, CastBox, Spotify, GeoSavan so that you get notified when we come next. Stay tuned for the next episode with yet another guest. And until then, take great care of yourself.